Sword and Board presents Borg, James Borg. I'm Luke. I'm Lars. And I'm Dad. It has been a little while since we have done this. This is our chronological retrospective of the James Bond series. How's everyone doing tonight? <laughs> um, I feel like 2020 uh, is in bonus levels right now. <laughs> um, you know, it's... Uh, it's funny, you know, last time we were we met for this, uh, we, it was the night of the election. We were recording this one oh, day that, after. Yeah. Oh, that's we were, right. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, and we were wow. recording this one day after a group of fascists, you know, stormed the Capitol. So, you know, hey, awesome. Totally awesome. Yeah. It was, uh, it, I mean, it was not surprising, but it, it was just... Yeah. I don't know. It's just sad. Um, but other than that, I mean, actually, things are things are going pretty pretty good um, around around the homestead. Other than we have an impending snow day tomorrow. Oh, jealous. Which well, impending in North Carolina means someone, half an inch. Someone someone has heard of the word snow somewhere. <laughs> they read about it once. Then we're obviously going to get it. And everybody forgets how to drive. Everyone forgets how to drive, and everyone wants to make um, French toast because you can't find eggs or milk or bread in any of the grocery stores. <laughs> I was wondering where you were going with that so, one. <laughs> so any, anything that requires refrigeration, of course, it's all sold out, so when you lose power, right. life is good. Correct. But yeah, how's everybody else? Oh, good. Um, we are good. Just uh, We had a pretty good Christmas. Uh, didn't do a whole lot enjoying stuff now we're just rearranging and and cleaning and doing our whole normal things over here we did um yeah how are you (laughs) i'm sorry go ahead lucas i was gonna say yeah our big christmas present to ourselves was we bought a tv so yay what kind of tv uh a 4k 45 inch vizio it's really nice (laughs) yes well i'm coming to see you (laughs) Dad, how are you doing? You're you're right near the epicenter of all this madness. Yeah, it's uh, it's been crazy. The uh, uh, it, it's interesting. The reporters that report about it are our local reporters. So Peter, you know, Ale- we, is it Peter? Alexander? So we watch the well, we watch the local news here, and those local reporters are down there as well. So it's it's interesting to see their perspective, and then. And then they, because we're the Washington affiliate, they uh, they talk to Chuck Todd and Peter Alexander and, and, and all of them. So it's a really interesting, really interesting mix of any news that happens in Washington. We, we get a different perspective on it. But, yeah. So I'm hoping that... I like Peter for, Alexander a lot. Yeah, I do too. I do too. Uh, basically all the NBC folks but well we need to start so first in, in honor of tonight's movie so get where well, you know obviously the, the world's on fire but we would like to dive into the comfort that is james bond um mm-hmm. i am drinking in honor of tonight's movie a goldfinger martini which is gold schlager i figured that was coming uh, up and and vodka i have not tried it yet so here we go here we e- get equal parts and shaken, not stirred, but poison. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh. in honor of in honor awesome. of Goldfinger as well, 
I decided to pick up my favorite gold um, liquor, and that is Danish Mead, which I found at a liquor store today. Oh, you much better. God, and so, that's awful. And I'm drinking a gin martini. So what? What is? What is why, the? Uh, why? Who make? Who makes this? This is horrible. <laughs> what is it? It's cinnam- cinnamon liqueur with real gold flakes in it. I. It's okay. It's product no. of Canada. I when I went to Canada. Well, there you go. So I went to Canada a couple times before we turned twenty-one, and we tried this, and we mixed it with Jägermeister. Oh my God! So. It's like doubly bad. Well, yeah, I mean, Jaeger well, I, is just bad decision fuel. So well, I just it's thought, like it's like Robitussin. Yeah, I I, I forgot the. Oh God, that's awful. I hope you didn't pay a lot for that. No, I didn't. <laughs> I mean, that's good. Yeesh. So yay, Ugh. yay, Goldfinger. Ugh. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. So we're watching. Yeah, we're talking about Goldfinger, the third official James Bond movie. When you think of a James Bond movie, you think of Goldfinger. It has the a set Bond villain. It has a Bond villain plan. You know, plan. There are a lot more of the the one-liners, Dad, that you said that you don't like. There's weird high-tech stuff, and it's he he's very comfortable in the role now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. No, the the, 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 the the theme song is spot on. Yeah, every, yeah this, is know, first, it, it this is the quintessential James Bond movie. I will say, before we get into it too deep, having watched them back, like in succession, because when you're mm-hmm. watching them on like on you know 31 Days TBS. of Bond or whatever it was, you know, they had sure. like a, a marathon. You didn't know what they were going to show next. And then there, mm-hmm. there's like a there's a Pluto channel that has all the James Bonds, and they just come on. Mm-hmm. Watching them in order, yes. This is the quintessential mm-hmm. James Bond movie. It made me feel even more affirmative that For Russia Was Love is better. But okay. that was just my, just yeah, my, and my I feeling. Get that. Um, that's, not so the, Dad, that, that's not negating so, how good this one is. It oh was no. just, oh no, like, this was, For, like, it was a divergence. Like, they mm-hmm. could have continued making more movies like For Russia With Love. They instead tweaked it a little bit and made Goldfinger, and then every other movie is now making Goldfinger. Yeah. Because, but but on but on top of it, right. they keep they keep getting bigger and more techy and more snarky right. and more. So I, so I would have been I would have been interested to see what they would have done if they had been building on from Russia with Love. Yeah, because they right. they like diverge they, from a yeah they diverge yeah. from a spy movie to or they they diverge exactly. from a Cold War spy movie to a um, a martini no, soap no. spy movie. Right. Actually, for me. They went from a spy movie to a James Bond movie. Yes, and right. it's not, it's not and it's thing. not necessarily good. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. It's a good movie, but they started going. Oh, I have a I have a formula now, and we need to start building on the formula, and and that's what they're that's what they're doing now. And this was, you know, Goldfinger is the least amount of build on top. Mm-hmm. They just kept getting bigger, you know, bigger, and and we'll see it like in Thunderball. You know that just goes crazy, and then they all start going crazy, and then at the end, with Daniel Craig, they start they start tapering down again. But I'm not going to go there. Yeah. Just this one, it's amazing to see. This is suddenly a formula James Bond movie. Yep. Well, but before you know it, though, like this is like the, you don't know that this is the formula James Bond movie. We know yeah. that as in hindsight. Yeah. We know that because we've seen the rest of right. them. But this is where yeah. the formula is. 
on one end of the spectrum there is a martini and on the other end there's a stale beer and mm-hmm. that martini is high it's it's suave it's debonair it's it's bond and on the other end it's the um the gritty like in a creepy hotel room and it's everyone's yeah. kind of morally dubious which is more, probably what spies are like like that Absolutely. they're more like that anyway right they're like this like mm-hmm. yeah stale beer because they've been up for 24 hours and they're at some creepy yeah. pub and all they have is yeah that makes that makes sense i like that um but then you if you look at if you look at Sean Connery in this movie he is completely at his prime he is completely comfortable in the role mm-hmm. he's the right age he's you know he just he understands it and he acts it mm-hmm. i mean it, it was a is this hair this is silly but he looks like blonder and tanner and like lighter somehow and i don't know if it like he almost looked golder like leith i mean well plus i think it was the the suits he wore they were three-piece suits which is different he really he really knows how to wear them yes this is the first and time there's he wears the a three-piece. savile row oh yeah, yeah. they're savile row suits they're built they're you know they're they're perfect um dad what was the what's the a to b plot goldfinger Bond is ordered to observe a bullion dealer named Arik Goldfinger. He suspects that Goldfinger is cheating at cards and foils his scheme by distracting his female accomplice, who is later killed by Goldfinger's Korean manservant, Oddjob. Uh, Bond is then instructed to investigate Goldfinger's gold smuggling operation, and he tells the dealer to Switzerland. Bond is captured, where he reconnoiters Goldfinger's plant and is drugged unconscious. Goldfinger then transports transports Bond to his Kentucky stud farm where he holds Bond captive. Bond escapes briefly to witness Goldfinger's meeting with the U.S. Mafia, observing secretly as Goldfinger presents to the gangsters his plan to rob Fort Knox by using materials they have smuggled to him and then later kills them all. Bond is recaptured after hearing the details, but is subsequently seduces Pussy Galore, <laughs> Goldfinger's private <laughs> private pilot. No, no laughing. No laughing. Oh, man. <laughs> and convinces her to inform the the American authorities. Goldfinger's private army break into Fort Knox, access the vault, where Bond fights and kills Oddjob, while American troops battle with Goldfinger's army outside. Bond's plane is hijacked by Goldfinger, but Bond struggles with him, shoots out a window, creating explosive decompression, killing Goldfinger. So, okay, so right off the bat, you know, the the, the cold open, you know, dun, dun. Oh. He he's he breaks up some sort of like he blows up some sort of drug manufacturing thing, which is great. He ha- like he's he swims up and there's a duck on his head with a seag a seagull yeah. on his head. <laughs> no. um, but and, and you know he, and it, it's funny because that one, that has nothing to do with no. the rest of the movie and and a lot like at least Russia with Love that had something to do with the movie and and some of the others do and some of the others don't. Um, this one doesn't. They're like mini movies. They're like mini movies. Right. Yeah, well, that's something I, yeah. I appreciate. I actually like the ones that aren't related to the main plot because what we're seeing is the missions that are important. Bond is going off doing things all the time, and so this um, yeah. this cold open where it's it's something unrelated to the main plot that doesn't matter because that's not that's, that's just not Tuesday. a story. That's yeah, exactly. And <laughs> and you get to see him peel his wetsuit off. And there's a tuxedo, there's a tuxedo mm-hmm. which Arnold Schwarzenegger apes in True Lies. Stole. Well, I guess James <laughs> which was, stole. Exactly. But, yeah, uh, which was based yeah. off of a real off of a real spy who did that in, in World War II. Awesome. Ah, even better. Peter uh, Tazalar. He was a 
uh, Dutch resistance guy, and he worked for British intelligence, and he needed to infiltrate a German castle during a reception. So he um, he rode up on a, on a little dinghy in a wetsuit, dropped in, and then got out underneath the thing. Uh, got out and took his wetsuit off and had the tuxedo on. It turns out that the one of the, the writers for Goldfinger actually knew him personally, and that's why it's in there. <laughs> of course. Okay, uh, hey, what have you done lately? Where, you know, this guy, he needed to drop into a, like, German castle, so and needed to drop in at a party wearing a, a, a tuxedo. He I actually needed did that to. last... I, I, need, I did that last week. <laughs> I needed... Oh, yeah. I, what the hell have I needed to do lately? <laughs> with a tuxedo. With a tuxedo. <laughs> yeah. God. That's awesome. Uh, All right. I like... So, you know, he blows up the, the, the drug thing. There's the girl that he's made eyes with. She's toweling off, you know, in the tub. You know, he's, he's, he's going to go. It was basically, you know, he, I finished the mission. He, like, he goes back to the bar. I finished the mission, and his hand yep. was like, you've got a flight out of Miami. He's like, well, I better take the next one. I got some unfinished business, which is. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm gonna go <laughs> oh, yeah. This, this lady. Um, and one, like. I guess one of the goons is trying to kill him, and I love it because you can they're, see they're necking. He sees the guy running at him in, in her, her eye, which was in. Um, <laughs> no, I wrote I wrote that one down. I'm like, oh my god, Caesar. And this is the cold blooded thing. He takes her, uses her as a shield. The guy kills her, like the attacker yeah. whacks her, and James Bond then kills him. Doesn't even care. The woman just like she was just chattel like you you were yep. nothing to me you were i'm going to use you as a shield i don't care that's pretty that was, cold that's pretty that is not a heroic thing like you know no. normally like the good guy like i'm gonna save the girl or whatever no you no i'm gonna kill they you. did that was, <laughs> they, they do are. that exact thing in um the second austin powers movie that exact scene, which yep. i find you know i mean well of course because it's one giant parody of and that's that. and that that whole scene is when what kind of irritates me is all these one-liners that he starts to shocking. use. Shocking, exactly. Ugh. And I, we wrote I the just same keep, things down, Dad. <laughs> I know. I just like really. Come on. I mean, and it, it was. I can remember. What is this? Nineteen sixty-four. I was nine years old. I think when I watched this to begin with, and I thought that was so cool. But then later on, I'm like, wow, that's that's <laughs> no. It just gets. It just gets to be the. The, the formula I need to, I need to you know that, that it's so Arnold Schwarzenegger now mm-hmm. but right. and maybe maybe he's the one that well, started it well see that's know. the thing is I don't formula isn't necessarily bad and part of the, the no and no. part of the thing that I if it's done well it's done well yeah no I agree but part of the thing that I appreciate and enjoy more about the the Goldfinger path of films is that I mean we've talked about on the other show a couple of times and in real life that with Batman. At its core, Batman is about a guy who dresses like Dracula and punches clowns at night. And it's okay and it's okay to say that's kind of silly. When I watch a James Bond movie, I don't want the the grim and gritty I don't want hyper kinetic, realistic spy movies. I wanna watch a guy swirl a martini, fight a supervillain, and then fly off with some crazy thing. And and I, and I, I agree I, I can agree to some extent. However, there's also you can you can do it where J- Daniel Craig says some no, lines. and and there are some good things in Daniel Craig he, stuff. He, yeah. he does, but then also you get to like 
the the really bad Pierce Brosnans. Yeah. And it's like, no, uh, like it, 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 it you you can do it. You can do it too much, and you fall off the edge one way. You cannot do it enough, and you are right. bored and depressed. So this one rides that fine line of this. Okay. To, to when I when I say formula, to me it means the producers have discovered a way to make a lot of movies and a lot of money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they've and they've come up with a formula to do that. And th- some of these movies start building on that and that's why you see these like I said these one-liners start popping up all the time because they realize, "Oh, people really like to hear that. Let's give them 15 of them instead of yeah. three of them." So it just it just kind of gets and, and I get it if a if a one-liner is good, then it's good. I mean, you look at Die Hard there's some one-liners in there that were just phenomenal. That Goldfinger are, gets the, the gets the welcome to the party, pal. Help, like <laughs> Goldfinger gets the quintessential Bond liner, and he's the bad guy. Oh no! Mr. Oh, Bond, absolutely. I to die. That's exactly. Yeah. It's the perfect line. Um, <laughs> right. So he's back at um, the card game. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! First real what? title sequence. Back up. First well, real title sequence. That's first true. First song. I mean, from Russia with Love was played. But I think in first Russia Revol- Love, yeah. But this is. It was mm-hmm. written for this. Written for this, and and when you see the, the title sequence, it's all gold mm-hmm. people, and it's all the characters from the movie. You're right. It's not the best Bond. No, no. And we'll, when we get, when we get there, I'm going to bring. A, I don't know. It's it's there's good. There's a it's it is pretty good. There's a line that um, not a line. Um, when we get to it. I got. I have a comment about what I think might be the best Bond song, but we're gonna get there eventually. It, that big that discussion begins and ends with Carly Simon. Nobody does it better, but that's fine. <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> whatever you say. <laughs> so mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess Tom Jones is just out. Right. <laughs> Sorry, Tommy. Paul <laughs> McCartney. It's not unusual. <laughs> um, I think it's this is his first. This is his first time in his, in America. Yep. Yeah, and it's and it's really odd how I mean how southern. I mean, I'm, I'm jumping ahead, but they, they were actually sitting in the parking lot of a of a um, Kentucky fried chicken. Kentucky fried chicken. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's crazy. Well, they're in Kentucky. You have to. Esta- it's an establishing yeah. shot, so you know. But um, yeah. but no, this is it was neat because you know. The first two movies, they're in Jamaica, they're in London, they're you know Turkey. all the place, and then Russia with Love, they're in, you know, they're on the Orient Express, and now yeah, no Miami shows up, and that's a pretty exciting. He was in Miami, locale, right. and that's that's pretty cool. I loved so, so he finishes the mission and he goes to Miami on a holiday. He's thinking he's on a holiday, and he actually says, "I'm on holiday." I've always thought that would be a great James Bond movie. James Bond is just on vacation. On holiday. And he, and he has to stop something from happening, but he's just on yeah. a holiday. And it reminded me of... I, I'm not even getting paid for getting this. Paid Which, we need to watch... This is I'm, I'm adding this in. Bullets aren't cheap. It's the Steve Martin 007 SNL sketch. Yep. Where when when Steve Martin... Oh, I don't, I don't remember Steve, that one. Oh, you need it's to look great. it up, Dad. When Steve, okay. when Steve Martin is... He plays James Bond, so we have to watch it. He is on his own, and he doesn't have the expense account from British government. <laughs> he is the stingiest <laughs> person. <laughs> it's oh, and it's Steve Ma- it's Steve Martin playing him. So it's oh my god, yeah, I, I love that one. <laughs> so adding that in anyway. No, I love the bit 
It was so it was so 1964 in Miami with the cars and the hotel mm-hmm. and it kills me when he his his swimwear you know he's got this little one piece he zips up yeah. it's so yes. weird yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so oh. it's yeah it's, it's like it's like a like a bathrobe one yeah. seat but like like but, half seat <laughs> but then to see it's amazing, you know, he's talking to the girl, she's looking through the binocular, the, or the monocular or whatever, and then he gets knocked out, and she's painted in gold. I mean, that it was the ultimate way to kill somebody and bring this into <clears throat> the same, the whole storyline of Goldfinger. Uh, it was just, it was just mind-boggling. When I saw that, I'm like, oh my God, I didn't know you could do that, yeah. which you probably can't you, anyway. You, but. you can't. Um, no. <laughs> so, so what he's talking about is so Goldfinger is cheating at cards. He's a cheater. He's an awful person, and he's a cheater. He has to have a specific seat, and the person he's playing cards against, there's a woman that is like telling him what the guy what has. the cards are. Right. James stops him or stops her, seduces her, whatever. She's dipped in gold, and there's. A, I love that 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 pillow was conveniently like when they show her yeah. and the pillows oh, yeah. over her butt, um, and, yeah. and he's like. She died of skin asphyxiation. Skin asphyxiation. It It happens to cabaret dancers sometimes, and it's like, yeah. (laughs) Whatever. I looked it up, and it's not a thing. But what I don't understand is why don't we see that again? We do. Why isn't that his like like? We don't see it again in the movie, but we do see a, a an homage to it in a later movie. We do, but like, why doesn't he? Why isn't Goldfinger oh, like go kill more people? Well, like what, that? what says he doesn't? We just don't see it because because if you see him do it multiple times, it detracts from the monstrosity of it. The most uh, 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 detracts uh, from the monstrosity uh, of something that wouldn't kill you. <laughs> Actually, I think I think you're thinking too deeply into this. It was just, hey, we need to kill this girl. This would be a really cool way to do it. And, she, and, and, and she's naked. Yeah. So. <laughs> I do have to, there's there's something I I kind of want to mention. It's funny to me that the antagonist of this movie is a blonde guy who's obsessed with money and is a gold and is a cheat. (laughs) Who's actually he's not blonde. Okay, he's ginger. Well, yeah, and he's and he's a cheat and he's a. Is that his real hair? He's obsessed with golf. He's obsessed with golf and his you know and he's a businessman. He's a legitimate businessman. This doesn't remind me of anybody that nope. I would know. No, nope, not in the slightest. I don't know what you're saying. No, I'm not going. I'm not yeah, following this. And he, this. you know, it's not like he exploits <laughs> he exploits a minority group either. You know, I'm not saying that at all. <laughs> so wait a minute. So somewhere in the cabinet is a guy that throws a hat around and kills God, people. If that, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> is it? Is it Mick? It's uh, Mick. Who, who could it be? <laughs> it's yeah. Ivanka. Right. Yeah, it's Ivanka. Yeah. Um, so we have the first Q Branch scene. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. Yes. Like, yes. like the first real one. Like because we had one in From Russia with Love, and Q comes in and like and is more it's more subdued. It's like here's this, here's like, like a functional spy kit, right? Like here's your your suitcase, and it has these knives, and it has this, and it has this. Great. This one, like people are see. So each other I think and, like, here's what I thought. Oh yeah, it's like stuff. it's a whole. <laughs> I would love to work See, for that, other than I wouldn't want to be one of and the... And now, here's what I think, because it's it's sort of implied, but he doesn't, but it's not stated. Goldfinger 
may or may not work for Spectre, or at least be loosely affiliated with them, allied, whatever. So, because in From Russia With Love we have the extended Spectre training sequence, we have to show the good guys have a similar process, because we have to show that MI6 is um, a mirror of them. But you're, you're absolutely right. It was hilarious to watch them. Yeah. Is that bulletproof? Not yet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, not, 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 yet. not yet. And then there's like this, I don't know what they're doing, but it's like this glass case, and it's just smoke. Mm-hmm. There's blowing smoke everywhere. <laughs> it's, just, it's so good. It, but you also got to remember, it's the first time you see Fast and Martin. Well, that was car. that was the next thing I was going to say. Oh, oh my god! Um, it, it's the car. Yeah, that car. I mean, there's there's some quintessential movie cars. Ferris Bueller's Ferrari. That's on there. The DeLorean. Steve McQueen. Steve McQueen's car and bullet. I'd say the DeLorean. Bullet. I'd say um, the mystery the machine. Go- I mean, the, the mystery machine, yeah. The Ecto One. There's certain cars that like they're iconic. You know, you you don't even know. Yeah. Like if, if you haven't even seen the property, you probably know you what. Can it, show me the picture. You, you know what it is. Show me a picture of it and go. Uh, oh I my god, that that's the James Bond car. That's the James Bond car. Oh, that is that is actually the, it's the James Bond car. Yeah, yeah, uh, hundred like because you know you know throughout the the series we'll be watching, you'll see Aston Martins that. The, the newer ones, the newer ones, the newer ones. And then, and then he drove, he drove, he drove like, and drives some. He, he drove and, like a Lotus at one point in the 80s. Yeah. And, and, or yeah. like the 70s ones. And he drove the, But then once we get to Skyfall, it comes back. And everybody in the theater goes, <gasps> yeah. There it is. Yeah, yeah that was <laughs> yeah. that was amazing. And, that, and actually, it's funny because, so catch me if you can. I really like that movie with Leonardo DiCaprio, Tom Hanks. Yep. Um, and I love the part where, you know, he, he's been... He's been crisscrossing the country as you know, pretending to be a pilot, and he reads a newspaper. They're calling him the James Bond of the sky. He's like, "Who's James Bond?" And this is the movie he watches. He goes out and buys five of the suits. (laughs) He buys the Aston Martin. Yeah, it's great. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but you know, and the the comedy with with Bond and Q, I always thought was really good. Mm It was it was this, you know, when he said, "Whatever you do, don't push the red button." And Grow he's up, always 007. <laughs> it was always a parry and fort, you know, with with Q. Please bring back the equipment once you're done, which well, you know, well, this is all going to get destroyed anyway. Well, that but, I also I, I like that, and I also like the the repartee between him and Money Penny. I always like that relationship yes. too, because like oh. you know, she's probably the one woman that like she can hold her own with him like mm-hmm. she's not yep. gonna put up with his nonsense she's she's and i even I, speaking of that i wrote down one quote when i forget how he said it to her but you know when he came out of of m's office and it was something about listening to something and he said it's like listening to the beatles without earmuffs yes and i'm like oh my god that's so it sets this movie into the time of when it was when it was filmed and, and then she takes his hat off and she throws it on the hat rack too, mm-hmm. and she does it. Oh like, yeah, I mean she's 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 like on the par with him. Like I, I but I yeah. agree, Dad. Like the the Q the Q scene. This sets up that there's a Q scene in every other movie. It's this kind of thing. It happens at this point in the movie. It's like right before you go on your mission, you got to go see Q. You have this little comedy scene, and in, a di- in, yeah, in addition good. to Q handing him his his equipment, we're you're handing the viewer their checkoff guns. Right. Yes. Yeah. He, these are, going these to are the things we're going to see yes. him use. He's going to press that right. red button. He's going to do this. He's going to do that. Yep. Yep. So he he flies 
is it is not is it Switzerland where he plays golf? No, I thought it was in uh, London. I thought it was like right outside. I thought it was in England somewhere. Uh, no, yeah, maybe it was Switzerland. Well, I, he drives I, a car. He drives a car there. Oh yeah, no, yeah. Oh no, it is. No, it is Switzerland because that's where that long winding road mm-hmm. is. So he drives. Where the, but, but, where he, but he drives a, yeah, that's but he drives a car there. He goes to play golf at. Uh, he goes to go play against. No, he, okay. Here, here's the thing. This movie's plot didn't develop until the very, very end. Well, that this is this is yep. which no, it's which. which yep is different than the one we just watched. Mm-hmm. From Russia with Love, the plot was, I want a lector. Or or it's Spectre saying, I'm going to kill James Bond, we're going to lure him with a lector machine. James Bond knows it's a trap, but I want a lector machine. And you know that from the entire get-go, this is yep. what it is about. This, and there's a, you know, with this one, he was, he was watching a guy cheat at cards, trying to figure out what was going on. And then realize, wait a minute, this is what's happening. I need to follow him to really find out what's happening. And then remember when they said it, Nazi gold, and they and they they brought it into M's office. He had a bar of Nazi mm-hmm. gold and said, "We think that this Goldfinger character is trying to smuggle it out or 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 steal it or something." And that's when he went off to try. Yeah, to it's, it this goes out back to the det- right. it goes back to the detective movie roots. Yes, yeah, detective. Yeah. Right, which which is fine. I just it was a little it was a little muddled at the beginning. Whereas the first the From Russia with Love yeah. was very much I had to have to do this oh, yeah. and this and mm-hmm. this and this. I'm going to do this. Um, this was very yeah. meandering, right. which is fine. Which is when you like the character and when the person that's playing the character is doing it so well, and it's in interesting locations and there's great dialogue and good set pieces. You're okay with meandering along with them. Mm-hmm. It's fine. You're oh, fine. Yeah. It, it, this is, I, I'm fine with this. It's just like, wow, I don't live in that world. Yeah. I love watching this right. world. Oh, I love that. So before he even goes to Q Branch, he's he's meeting with M, and it's actually there and at dinner with because M's like, oh, you, right. you have to you quit quit messing around with Money Penny. You're going to dinner with me tonight, and then they meet yeah. like basically the, like the head of the Bank of England, and and they're <laughs> the head of the Bank of England's like. Here, enjoy some more of this subpar brandy. And M's like, well, yes. I thought it was quite good. <laughs> and then Bond's like, well, I think it was a bad mixture. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Like, of course. Because he knows course, everything about it. Drank yes. all of them. Yeah. Uh, he, so, he, he walked into a bar one time and drank that, it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. What do you want? Well, I'll start at the left. <laughs> <laughs> but the... The guy I, from the Bank of England is basically like, Goldfinger's stealing stuff. I'm going to give you a, a bar of Nazi gold as bait. As bait, exactly. I I absolutely loved the entire the entire golf episode yeah. where, you know, you, it, it was a long mm-hmm. series. And there was really no reason for it other than it was really interesting to watch. And it set up how Goldfinger had to win all the time, which plays into your theory about the other uh, we'll see guy, it's it's really interesting I don't know what you're because about um goldfinger is the first bond villain and the golf sequence is set up so that we have bond playing off an intellectual equal because most of the good yeah. bond villains aren't his physical equal but they are somehow in a they're plotting, they're masterminds, there's something along those lines. So you've yeah. got two villains that he plays off of in this one. Auric Goldfinger, which is just the greatest name ever for a guy obsessed with gold. Auric. A.G. Are yeah. you kidding oh, me? Oh, oh, and then A.G. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, sort of, sort of about your, your family named you. I said, wow, you've really set me down the right path right. here. 
And then he's all... I'm more of a silver guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm in Tim Mercury. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and then there's, um... And then there's Aja. I'm a noble gas person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gas, exactly. Um, and then there's there's odd job. And odd he's job, not he's not a villain. He's no, a he's a henchman. He's a henchman. He's a henchman. But he's yeah, he he's is the, the, he's, he's a muscle. The, he is the gold standard for Bond henchmen. Ooh, it's Lucas. him. It's it's him. How and many Jaws. of those? How many meads have you had there? It's, it's him <laughs> and Jaws. Yeah, because the other I can't, yeah. I can't. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember another henchman. Yeah. I tell you what, odd job beats Jaws hands down. Yeah. So what's really interesting? Oh, yeah. So Harold Sakata, the guy who plays him, was an Olympic silver a silver medalist, mm-hmm. fought in World War II in the U on the U.S. Army, and he uh, he was a professional wrestler who trained um, a guy named uh, Riki, uh, Rikita Zan, who is to Japanese professional wrestling what Babe Ruth is to professional baseball, American professional baseball. Oh yeah, this 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 guy was real. Yeah, and like or Ric Flair to American professional wrestling. He uh, so I spoke Ooh. about this with. According to um, Evan McDevitt, who is a, a, a wrestling historian, and he's actually like my literal best friend, all Japanese wrestling stems from Harold Sakata oh, to wow. the to the point where um, he hasn't been alive for for over forty years, and he hasn't been a professional wrestler for eighty almost. His influence is still there because people still hit way too hard because the people he trained thought you should actually kick people instead of actually instead of um, <laughs> thanks it's a little bit of truth I mean uh. you know it, he's a silly henchman he has a hat that he throws that cuts people that's silly mm-hmm. but he also I, I think he's more menacing because he doesn't say anything mm-hmm. he never Absolutely. says it and you can actually you can actually hear him to where you know he can't speak he does these uh uh Mm-hmm. Right, you know he he grunts. Well, it's like, but it amazed me after the golf game when Bond hands him the golf ball, and he and he crushes the golf ball, and then and, but before that, you know he throws the hat and cuts the statue the statue's head off, and of course Bond says, well that's going to cost a lot of money, and Goldfinger says it doesn't matter, I own the club. Yeah, it, it's it was amazing how this set up how how big this guy was how big of an influence he was mm-hmm. and how well spread he was everywhere so yep. the golf game the, the the great thing about the golf game oh. um so goldfinger's a cheat he hits a ball into the rough and he plays the wrong ball because james bond I, james i'm standing, <laughs> I'm standing in, on it <laughs> wait that's not his ball <laughs> i know it's not his ball i'm standing on it and the caddy's in on it that's the his, caddy's in yeah, on if it that's the caddy's, it, that's caddy's, that's caddy's ball, ball. Like, oh, i'm yeah. on palmer the caddy yeah. was, and I mean he's Scottish. He they invented this fucking sport, so he, he's obviously good at it. <laughs> um, so the the whole thing is that you know they're they're playing for the bar of gold that James Bond mm-hmm. like was given. And again, I'd love to see him. I'd love to see more movies where here you need to bring this back and like you lose it in five minutes. <laughs> I'm like, well, now what? Yeah. But and I loved it when he drops he dropped the bar of gold but beside the yep. hole on the on the green and Goldfinger's yeah. eyes you know they get big and he he puts and he misses the putt because the ball goes towards mm-hmm. the bar of gold because yep. yeah, he he has that monologue about how he loves gold you know it's 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 divine luster and weight oh, yeah. because yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but he you know they're playing you know regulation golf rules because he he switches the balls out. Goldfinger is now playing with the wrong ball in regulation golf rules. You have to play with the same ball the whole time. 
and mm-hmm. he loses. You know, and, and when I I didn't get what that was trying to accomplish other than pissing him off, and he already knew like he knew who he was again. So like, what what are you trying well, to uh, do? What are, you, what are you trying to spy on? I think all of these. I think Goldfinger already knew who Bond was, and they were they were pretending not to know each other and playing against each other. That, I know that you know that I know that you fun. know. Fun, exactly. But I just like okay. So what are you trying to bait him into? Like what are you trying to trap him into? Like I, I, I well, he's trying. I assume it's it's him trying to to learn how just he tick deals him with, off. Yeah, to learn how he reacts to anger mm-hmm. or under. He learns a little bit more about his personality. Okay, so he 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 basically he follows Goldfinger, you know, on that long, long winding road. The wom- there the woman that was dipped in gold. I don't know how. I don't. They never explain how that process happened, but you know, was it like did Oddjob knock James Bond out, and then trudge downstairs, get some buckets of gold paint, trudge back up, and like roll her in paint? Like, did he it paint? Was, it was an elevator. <laughs> like, like, that's, that's another thing I want to watch. Like, all these little henchmen. I want to watch what the henchmen have to do. <laughs> How? I mean, it's like, a, it's like a, if you if you watch the um, the Keanu Reeves, what's the uh, the latest with him? The John um, Wick movies? Yeah, the John Wick movies where in the background all the people come to clean up behind yeah. him. I don't want to and, and he pays him with gold do, coins. Oh, yeah, this is just great. How does yeah. Robert Duvall get the horse head into the bed? Right. That's true. Lucas, yeah. I actually don't think that it was him doing that. It's called yeah, Minions. <laughs> it's but, Minions. So, so he, he goes, he follows Goldfinger, the, the woman that was dipped in gold paint, her sister is trying to kill Goldfinger. So there's this <laughs> famous ride through the Alps. Yeah. I mean, that whole Mustang, you know, DB5 chasing each other. That's it was. A, I read an article about it that it, that it took an act of of Austrian Congress to allow them to drive through that road because it was a military base nearby, and they were worried they would be filming something that somebody would see. So that whole road was very famous, mm-hmm. and it was amazing they allowed them mm-hmm. to do that. I love, I love he, he sees a pretty girl that drives by him, and he, like, he gets up to, like, oh, well. And then he's like, oh, yeah. no, no, focus, focus, <laughs> gotta focus. <laughs> gotta work, um, gotta work. But he basically, he trails Goldfinger to his plant, or whatever it is. You know, he, he does his spy stuff, he sneaks in, and he hears about Operation Grand Slam. He hears those words. Yep. Why is everybody Asian? Because they actually, they mention it. They mentioned okay, that, so that I Goldfinger. Miss this then, yes. so that was okay. So Goldfinger um, is working with uh, the Red Chinese. Ah, got it. Okay, that makes. That's sense. why the that's why the nuclear scientist is Chinese. Uh, that's that's their their. It's a whole thing to their. They get to destabilize the West. He makes a bunch of money. It's also okay. that's why I said it's not imp- it's not stated or even implied, but it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility that Goldfinger works for Spectre in some capacity. Yeah. Okay. That. That so it was really it was really interesting that you know when, when he watches he finally finds out that the way he's smuggling the gold is that it's in the car parts you know like the fenders mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the bumpers and all that or gold which I'm thinking that would never work you you would never be able to drive a car that weighed that much that yeah whatever but 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 it who cares it's James Bond so he's he's melting this stuff down then they suddenly start they find out and he starts driving the car around with one of the uh, one of the bad guys in the car with him. Were they going to drive him somewhere, or 
Remember the whole chase through the factory and it ends up in the DB5 and there's a guy beside him so he, so that he could use the ejection seat. Right. And then, and then right. the grant... The, so I forget how all that happened because it was... He, he's captured. They're like leading him away. There's a person in the, in the passenger seat. He ejects him out. And then this grandma comes out. There's a... And starts <laughs> shooting up her. Right. And shooting everything yeah. up. Um... And you can see, he thinks a car is coming towards him and it's basically a mirror, and he destroys the beautiful car. Mm -hmm. So, and Uh. so they, they capture him and that's the famous scene where he's, he's on a, he's strapped to a table and Goldfinger has a laser. And Lucas, what does he say? Goldfinger, do you expect me to talk? No, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. And it's amazing that... That's pretty good. Of course, lasers were, were, yeah. were new. Lasers were a oh. big deal then, and nobody knew what they were. And he's strapped, and he's strapped down you know, to this thing, and it's, of course, going up between his legs. And he's getting closer and closer and closer, and, and Bond is like, how do I get out of this? And then he's like, uh, Operation Grand Slam. He just says the words because and and goldfinger's talking to one of his compadres and he hears him say it and like what did you say and so for some reason he thinks oh, okay I, I need to instead of just cutting him in half anyway right because he, he says i've already got you know if i die 008 oh that's uh, right. picks up where i left off yep. with all of my notes you haven't given him to him can you take that chance and i just love that they did that effect by there's a guy underneath the um, the table with a blowtorch, and that's how they cut it. Oh, really? Yep. Like, did he have a marker? Did he have he a must marker? Have been a like personal, right, like <laughs> don't go back this point. Don't go <laughs> bath. Yeah. <laughs> and it was Sean Connery's right, personal yeah. friend. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh. And then he meets Pussy Galore. Jesus. And it's even in the book. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, come on, come on. Like that, but, but yeah, but Honor Blackman was she was gorgeous mm-hmm. and she was great and she was smart. Oh, she had and, she was and, a she was a, like a badass. She like put him in his place. She yeah, oh yeah, what a silly the name. name. Really? Like, why was that a thing? Why why did that become a thing? Because you know, there's like Christmas Jones mm-hmm. octopus. Like like what? Come on. <laughs> I mean, come like, on. Why are these these names? Because that that became part of the formula. Yeah, that, that's why. No, you're yeah, right. I you're wonder, right. You're right. like, I get the quips. I, I mean, I guess this is a male fantasy, so names like that, yeah. they're funny, so they would stick. But you know, she she says that name, and and even he's like, I must be dreaming. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, I can't imagine go. I can't imagine going to work, and the new person, the new woman, comes in to into uh, the office and said what you know what's your name i'm like no i'm, like, I'm sorry i'm, out. I'm, out. I'm out. Oh i can't call you that oh no h h h h h h h h h h h no but but you know what he looked great once again it was the gray three-piece suit i mean he just he looked great. yeah um so they they get to they go to kentucky goldfinger has a stud ranch there which you know all these things like I I I used I, I used to travel it. in Kentucky for work and those ranches are not cheap and horses are not cheap and golf clubs in Austria or wherever he was Switzerland they're not cheap and manufacturing and plants. manufacturing plants are not cheap and having a room that has everything able to move around 
and like doors opening well, and floors opening. That was one of my notes that we need to get to. That that this is really the first really good layer villain's lair where he everything the the pool table flips over like and all suddenly that stuff. it's uh, why are you trying to do this? Like, what else do you want? <laughs> well, it's 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 the there's a there's a a, uh, a trope that's sometimes jokingly called cut Lex Luthor a check. You have all these things. You're probably making a hell of a lot more money with your legitimate businesses. Why are you trying to steal? Other than that, that is your your I kink. Ac- I actually I actually wrote down that Goldfinger wanted to be the Einstein of criminals. He wanted to be the quintessential criminal, and the, the, he thought he had to show it off. Like to he, all he'd these made guys, enough money already. Which, now he didn't do something else. Yeah, okay. that yeah. makes sense. But I, like, the whole time I'm thinking, wonder why that sounds familiar. Right, right, exactly. And the whole the whole mobster scene with all the guys in there. Once again, here's the villain explaining all of what he's going to do, so the audience understands. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm going to plan to do now. If I ever hear someone monologuing, you know, I'm going to run. Like, I'm going to run away. I know. Exactly. Oh, yeah. this you, is bad. Yep. Yeah. I need to get so away. What ha- so he brings him to the stud ranch. dog. You got me monologuing. Um, so the, <laughs> you know, he gets to the stud ranch. He puts James Bond in a, in a, this is so stupid. This is like, you know, of a, a movie with a movie, a movie oh. with a woman named Pussy Galore. Playing he, with. He's in the cell and he's like walking back and forth, walking back and forth. <laughs> he, playing he's with playing the guard, with the guard. And he hides. And the guard's like, oh, I'm going to go check this out. And opens the cell, can't find James Bond. James Bond's gotten up into the ceiling, he get, and that's how he gets out. And the whole time I'm thinking, like, wh- why'd you open the door? He's not going to get out. He's <laughs> because, in a cell. Because it's, oh, yeah, because it's a James Bond movie. Yeah. It, it was, was I, can almost, I can almost feel like the I'm writer. Like, I was watching this going back and forth and back I feel and like, forth, mm-hmm. and he's, like, doing this, and he's winking, and I'm like... The- these really? bu- these villain layers need to have like an oublette or something where he just it's a hole in the ground well, where you throw you, him in you where you can always to see remember, him. He can't climb out. You got to remember that the the the, pe- the people that Goldfinger can hire and also any of the other villains, the people they hire, they're probably not rocket scientists. Nope. No, they they kid, all these, no, no, they, they all they these people. You know, they, they're they they're like minimum wage. Scientists. They don't hire them. <laughs> they kidnap them to do the. Yeah, they're. <laughs> But all the people that work for him, they're all minimum wage. You know, they, they, they're they probably a, <laughs> a step above McDonald's. They don't really care what they're doing. It's, it's like, just a gig for them. They're just trying to. No, it's a gig. <laughs> it's, exactly. I don't even need, I don't even need this a, job anymore. It's a way to earn a living. It's, <laughs> it's, like, the whole, it's like the whole thing about the um, all the contractors that were on the Death exactly. Star. Exactly. That were building the Death Star, you know, when it blew up. All these, all these people working. They're just... Just nine to five guys trying to build this, and then how dare you drag Dolly Parton into this? <laughs> so um, it, it turns out that Goldfinger is not. So he, he lays out this plan that I'm going to Fort Knox to steal all the gold, and it turns out that right. Goldfinger actually wants to go to Fort Knox and blow up all the gold with a dirty bomb. And, and mm-hmm. yeah, he wants to irradiate it so nobody can. Which have means it. that then. His gold shoots up in value. Exactly. But before we go there, one of the funniest parts of the whole movie was he explains the entire thing to all the mobsters. And then he says, does anybody want out? And that one guy says, yeah, I don't want to do this. And he goes through this elaborate process of killing him. And compacting him and and gives him the gold and compacts him. And then the other guys, he just kills them. (laughs) 
He just sprays the gas on. I said, "What the hell?" Well, I don't understand. What I assumed, why, I assumed why did that you the, go through all that? Yeah, what I assumed is that the guy who walked out, he was going to be an accomplice later. Like I assumed that the two of no, no, I know he. Why didn't he just? Why didn't he just kill all of them at the same time? Because he's a Bond villain, Dad. No, 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 no. no. I'm just no. Th- this is one of the the things that didn't make any sense. That okay, you got all this money from all these guys. You said okay, I'm going to give you. You gave me one million. I'm going to give you ten million back. He's not going to do that anyway. Well, and, and, he's going to yeah, kill them. And, and that's always like if if you're the. So the only reason for me is that he did it was it was a really interesting sequence to see them crush a car and put it back into a and that was a really cool sequence but it no, made no and, sense. and it's also it's one of those like any sort of any sort of villain monologuing <laughs> it's like you're clearly doing you're doing this for the oh like, yeah you're doing this for the dum dums that haven't caught up yet in the audience like you haven't you're doing this to all the people <laughs> in the audience that haven't figured out yet this is what's going on but. If you're that smart of a supervillain and you've used all these people, you never even go into that room with the mafioso. No. They're they're dead. No. Way before you even land in Kentucky. <laughs> yeah, the only the only reason you went in there is so that everybody could see. Look at this really cool room he's got with these uh-huh. pool tables that spin around and all these. And he's pointing to the why why he ever explained what he was going to do is beyond me. Other than he was explaining it to that's, the audience. That's why. That's why. Not to those guys. So it, yeah. it turns out he's yep. going to blow up all the, the gold, and then James Bond has to fight Oddjob first, and he electrocutes mm-hmm. him, and then he has to stop the bomb. And doesn't, 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 like, there's a switcheroo, because Pussy Galore comes, like, onto his side and switches out the gas. So they're going to gas everybody outside of Fork Knox. Yeah, mm-hmm. so there, the plan was that Pussy Galore, and she has this crew of, of people that fly planes. They're going to fly the planes over Fort Knox, and they're going to spray this gas that he told all the mobsters is going to put everybody to sleep is going to kill them. So they sp- they spray the gas over Fort Knox and the, and all the surrounding areas. Unbeknownst to us, um, she has converted to James Bond because he kissed her. That's all it took, I guess. And they changed the gas to nothing. And it killed me. All the soldiers in Fort Knox and all the surrounding areas, they all collapsed and fell to the ground in sequence like you could tell everybody and, to hey, do that. You know, that's just good training. Exactly. It was excellent training. Oh, yeah. Everybody You're passed out on cue. And then doesn't like somebody run in and unplug it? Like they unplug the bomb. Well, oh, yeah. I mean, the... They, they drive in, and, of course, they can't get into the thing without using a laser beam again. So they have to shoot a laser beam to around the vault, and they use the laser beam to open up the vault. And then, and I wrote down, it was the, the best vault door <laughs> I've ever seen. Even if it wasn't, <laughs> if it wasn't real, it was the best yeah, vault and door See, what ever. I love, one of the things that I love is I have, since seeing this bomb, I want a clock with Nixie tubes. I have always wanted that cl- that timer as like a desk clock. It's perfect. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's gorgeous. It's mid-century. Oh, I, ro- I wrote down the the bomb was beautiful. Mm-hmm. It was oh my god. And he's trying to you know, he tries to open it up, and he finally gets to it, and all there's shooting involved, and <laughs> and you can see him. He's sh- he's getting ready to pull the cables out. And somebody reaches in and flips a switch. And it stops on 007. Cuts it off. 
And what are the numbers? Seven. Which is double perfect. Seven. I can't even be mad at that. Like, I want to be mad at it, but I can't. It's perfect. Oh, no. No, you can't. Because it's perfect. Because somebody said, wait a minute. We need to stop this at 007. And then, of course, he says, what kept you? Right, because he's, he, you know, he's doing his job. Why isn't everyone else? But what kills me is that at the end, you thought everything was done. But then, of course, it's not. And he gets on a plane, and he has to kill Goldfinger on the plane. He gets sucked out of the of the window. Yeah, some really powerful that, aliens. That was kind of anticlimactic. Right that was kind of Well, and, that, that and then, of stupid. course, you know, this yeah. is no time. And he has to, like, you know, cover them. <laughs> it's, I, it it oh, sets yeah. up, again, that formula where it ends on the... Girl, that's that's how it ends. Yeah, well, that like the past couple have ended similarly. Have basically ended with "I got the girl." Doctor No does. Actually, all of them have. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, I know Bond. it's James Bond, but like, but I mean, that's that's something that I do appreciate. I'm, I'm glad that they have, at least from my understanding, have shied away from with him ending with getting the girl. But I did notice though, while at the very end of it, Goldfinger's pointing a gun at him. It's a it's a gold. Well, yeah, of course. I mean that's what you got to do if you're if your your name is Arik Goldfinger you are gonna put oh, yeah. it you're gonna it was go as oh, yeah. whole hog as you can. I tell you the the fight scene in the um, in Fort Knox was was pretty good when he was throwing gold bars at Oddjob and they were bouncing off his chest. That was impressive. I mean to yeah. to watch him do that and then to slide over and you know electrocute him. That that mm-hmm. would yeah because each, each gold bar is is you know gold is super heavy so I mean it, it it's pretty oh, yeah. you know that's pretty rugged apparently I, w- I was reading about it uh, Odd Jobs actor was at the time like part of why they cast him is that he was five ten and two hundred eighty five pounds because he was just a stocky dude and um, another guy char- chal- or not challenged another guy um, tried out for the part another professional wrestler tried out for the part. And uh, Harold Sakata said, "Okay, let's wrestle for the part." And then the the yeah. oh That's yeah stupid. right. I, 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 and then I the, instantly regret this decision. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, well, because he was actually one of the henchmen in Doctor No, and that's why they didn't go with him. Was like, "Hey, you were in Doctor No. We don't need you. We can't have you in both of these movies." Yeah. Wow. But it's still, still, I, I think that's great that he, you know. Okay, let's do this. I'm going to wrestle you. I also read, I read an article that the guy that actually designed the interior of uh, Fort mm. Knox, the real, the real Fort Knox, said he wished it actually looked like what it did in this movie because it, it doesn't at all. I mean, it's all these little bunkers with, with gold bars stuck in it. It doesn't look anything like this at all. All these. You can't really see the gold. It's not shiny. It's not, you know, not like this at all. It's just, it's kind of benign. And in the movie, he said, wow, I wish it really looked like this. (laughs) Well, that's like, um, that's happened several times in the Bond franchise. We're going to come, it's going to come up with it uh, in the next movie we talk about. Is something similar to that. So, um, you know, this this is the one that, again, like you, like we've said, this when you think of a James Bond movie, like you know, the the encapsulation of what a James Bond movie is, all the tropes, all the formulas, and done at their best. This is probably that one. Any of the par any of the parodies, yep. any of the parodying the this. pop cultural reference. Yes. Yeah, I mean this this, this is a this is a great this is a great one. It, it it is, and it's not my favorite, but it's it's a really, it's a really mm-hmm. great James Bond mm-hmm. movie, and you're right. It's really 
the start of we understand the formula now we understand how to make these movies sean connor was comfortable in making them he understands the role he's not happy doing it later in in yeah. later on but because he's typecast but they're mm-hmm. really good so board james board will return in thunderball oh thunderball thunderball which hmm <laughs> so <laughs> and actually as as a kid that was one of my favorites because it had everything going for it. I'm going to really enjoy watching it now that I'm not a kid to see mm-hmm. what's really going on with it. So, Lars, where can we be found? Um, we can be found at home still. <laughs> um, because you need to <laughs> yes, still stay we can. home. And when you go out, you should wear your mask. And then when you think you shouldn't wear a mask, you should probably still wear your mask. Mm-hmm. And you can also be um, on Twitter at Sword and Boardcasts. And on Instagram at Lucas Sword in Boardcast. Um, our theme music, Iron Curtain Shuffle, is produced by Ryan Boyd. You can find them at Rye Android because I have been saying uh, their Twitter handle wrong for a year and a half. <laughs> um, you can also find us on any of your podcasting services. Um, we will more than likely return with a. Um, regularly scheduled episode um, of fantasy films, but we will be getting back to the world of James Bond very shortly. Um, it was great to see you, gentlemen. It was great to see you as well. It was great to see my sons. Hmm. And you guys have a good night. You too. You right. as well. Love you guys. Love you too. Right, bye. Love you guys.